Forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus Christ on tonight. Amen. We love the Lord on tonight. Amen. We thank God for everything that he's been doing. Amen. On these nights of our tent revival, we thank God for Jesus Christ. We thank God, amen, for every listening here on tonight. Amen. We thank God for every listening here on tonight. How, amen, he's been strengthening us. And we thank God for the strength of the Lord on tonight. Amen. We thank God for the Holy Ghost on tonight. Amen. We thank God. Amen. I thank God for being saved on tonight. Amen. I thank God for being sanctified, Holy Ghost filled. Amen. And fire your baptized and deliver in the mighty name of Jesus on tonight. Amen. Amen. We do bring you greetings all the way from Heavenly Grace. Amen. Gospel Word Network Incorporated. Amen. Where we are located right here at 1103 Nimitz Avenue, Talladega, Alabama. Amen. We thank God. Amen. Amen. For our founder and overseer of Heavenly Grace Gospel Word Network Incorporated. Amen. Our pastor. Amen. My husband, Apostle Miller James Pearson Jr. on tonight. Amen. We thank God for everyone's grace to attend on tonight. We thank God again for our live viewers on tonight, whether it's by audio or video on tonight. We thank God for our neighbors. We thank God for this community as a whole, this city as a whole, and every neighboring city, amen, every neighboring state, amen, amen, for everyone that watches us from India, amen, wherever you're watching, Africa, wherever you're watching us from on tonight, we thank God for each one of you on tonight, and we love you with the love of God. Amen. We're going to, amen, go into our praise and our worship on tonight. Amen. We're going to give him thanks on tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I love you. I love you, Lord, today. Because you care for me in such a special way. That's why. Praise you, I live you up, and I magnify your name, that's why my heart is filled with praise, oh I love you, I love you, I love you Lord today. Because you care for me in such a special way, that's why I praise you. I lift you up and I magnify your name. That's why my heart is filled with praise.
Praise the Lord, everybody. 
the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Give honor to God who is the head of my life on tonight. Thank God for Jesus Christ on tonight. Yes, Thank God for Jesus Christ saving me Thank and set me free Jesus. one day. To be able to tell somebody else about him that he is still saved. Come to Jesus before it's too late. Amen. I thank God for my wife on tonight. Co-pastor Mary Pearson. Thank God for her on tonight. Thank God for everybody else to make up the congregation what it is on tonight. And those that are listening on their porches and their cars or wherever they may be listening. I just want to encourage you on tonight what does says the Lord. We've been talking about what happened before Jesus said it will finish. Different things took place. We've been talking about different things. And we also been talking about the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is a comfort. It's a teacher. It'll bring all things back to your remembrance. And I come to encourage you on tonight and let you know that if you ain't saved, come to Jesus. It's time to come to Jesus before it's too late. We've been hearing from the Lord. He told us also take what he to his word. Meaning, obey his word. The word that he speak unto us. Amen. We know he described the world during Noah time by what? Water. 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 But he tells us in scripture, he let us know that he won't describe the world by water no more, but by what? Fire. Fire, Fire is coming. Would you be ready? We don't want to be in the way of a what? Angry God. Amen. Because of what? Sin. Amen. God and Jesus angry is not the same as the flesh. But it's because they are angry because of what? Sin. Amen. We've been talking about this. And so on tonight we're going to continue on. We've been talking about Babylon. He told us in Revelation what? To come out of Babylon. Amen. Don't have no parts of what? Her sin. Amen. Don't have no parts of America's sin. Amen. Come out before it's too late. Amen. I thank God for Jesus Christ saving me when he did. Amen. That's the reason we are here telling somebody else about Jesus Christ. And how good Jesus Christ can be to you. Get your Bibles. Glory to God. And we're going to be going here and there. Amen. Glory to God. We left off with Ephesians 4 and 26. Mm-hmm. But we're going to go back and we're going to do a recap 
bring you up to where we left off. When Jesus cleaned the temple of the money changers and animal sellers, he showed great emotion and anger. We read this on the other night. Amen. Matthew 21, 12 through 13 and Mark 11 chapter 15 through 18 and St. John chapter 2 verse 13 through 22. We talked about these scriptures Amen. on the other night. Amen. Jesus' emotion was Discussed as zeal for God's house. John 2 and 17. Amen. Let's go to John 2 and 17. When you get to read just John 2 and 17. Amen. John 2 and 17. And his disciples remember that it was written. The zeal of thine house has eaten me up. Oh. His anger was pure and what? Complete. Justified because at its root was concern for God, holiness, and worship. Because these were at stake. Jesus took what? Quick. Quick and Decisive action. Another time Jesus showed anger was in the synagogue of Capernaum. When the Pharisees refused to what? Answer Jesus. Jesus' questions. He looked around at them in anger. The, what? The, Deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts. At they what? Stubborn hearts. This is what's going on in America in these days and times. Some people's heart is what? Stubborn. Stubborn. You know when you were little, your mama said, quit being stubborn. I know mine did. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I wouldn't cry. I was hard-headed sometimes. That's how I was with Jesus Christ before I got saved. That's how those that is still in the world, that's how they act. But I come to encourage you to come to Jesus on tonight. Humble yourself down before Jesus Christ. Before it's too late. Because you don't want to be in the way of an angry God. You see in scripture what God and Jesus can do. Amen. Mark 3 and 5. St. Mark chapter 3 and verse 5. St. Mark chapter 3 verse 5. St. Mark chapter 3 and verse 5. Glory to God. 
St. Mark. Chapter 3 and verse 5. But we're going to go up to verse 1 and start at verse 1. And he entered again into the synagogue. Talking about Jesus. And there was a man there which had a withered hand. And they watched him. This man had a withered hand. It was withered up. Folded up. And they watched him. Whether he would. Heal him. They watched Jesus. To see if he was going to what. Heal this man. With the what. With a hand. On the Sabbath day. They were trying to see if he was going to do this. On the what. Sabbath, Sabbath day. Which is what. The holiday. Uh -huh. Of God. That they might what accuse him. They were looking for something to accuse Jesus Christ for. Amen. And he said unto the man which had the widow hand, stand what forth. He told him to do what stand forth. And he said unto them, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath day? He asked them this question. Amen. He said, is it what good on the Sabbath? Is, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath days or to do evil? To save life or to kill? Amen. So what he is saying is, is it good for me to do good on the Sabbath day or is it good to do evil? So what Jesus let us know it's good to do good on the Sabbath day. Amen. On the Sabbath day, make sure you ain't doing evil. Amen. After the Sabbath day, make sure you ain't doing what? Evil. evil. To save life. Is, is it good for me to save lives? Or to kill? Amen. To save but they what? But they held their peace. They did what? They held their peace. They held their peace. Uh -huh. Now this is the verse I want you to understand. We're talking about the anger of Jesus Christ. Uh -huh. And what it means. His anger is different from us. Amen. When we get angry. When and when he had looked around about on them with anger, he looked on them with anger. Not the man with the little hand, mm -hmm. but he looked on those that was looking for trouble. Amen. Those that wanted to what persecute him. Amen. But I come out to let you know that make sure you're doing right in the outside of God. Amen. And when he had looked around about on oh. them with anger, being what grieved for the hardness of their what hearts. He said unto the man, "Scratch forth thou what hand," and he scratched it out, and his hand was what restored whole oh. as the other. Amen. 
people don't believe that God can do miracles through Jesus Christ again. But I come back to let you know that Jesus is still working miracles. Not only he's still working miracles, but those that don't get it right, don't get in his way when he's angry. He only get angry because of what sin. He hates sin. God hates sin. Us being saints of God, we don't supposed to have no dealing with sin. We heard on the other night, he said, have no what? Partakers uh -huh. of iniquity. Uh -huh. But I come back to let you know on tonight, it's time to come to Jesus. Amen. Before he what? Finished. Your life. He the only one can give and what? Take life. God gave him all power after he what? Raised up out the grave. Uh -huh. Don't you know people still want to put him in the grave? Yes, they do. But I come out to let you know that Jesus Christ is not in the grave no more. Amen. He did it one time and one time only. But it's up to each individual to get up out their own grave and give their life to Christ. Amen. He is not in the grave. You are in the grave. He is life. Amen. And if you want true life, you got to come to him and get in him. Amen. And he in you. You got to receive Jesus Christ. Not only receive Jesus Christ, but you got to receive God in the Holy Ghost. Amen. They all are one. But I come about to let you know that God so loved the world that he did what he gave his only begotten son. Amen. His only son. His name is Jesus. Amen. Jesus told us in scripture that in St. John chapter 14, he told him, my father, he said, I won't leave you comfortless. Uh -huh. My father will send what? A comforter and what? My name. He broke it on down. He let us know who the comforter would be. The Holy Ghost. Amen. He said the Holy Ghost will bring all things back to what I remember. The Holy Ghost will teach what us all things that we want to be taught. Amen. We want to be memories brought back to us. Amen. But if you don't want to, Jesus to bring things back to your remembrance, that's on you. Amen. But He come by to remind us that we got to stand for righteousness. Amen. For his name's sake. To let the world know that he still got righteous people. Amen. He still got holy people of God. I come out to encourage you on tonight to let you know come to Jesus. And those that are saying already in Jesus, stay in Jesus. It's too late in the end to get out of Jesus. And those that not say it's too late. 
in the end for you to stay out there. Come on in before it be too late. Come on in. It's time to come to Jesus. Jesus told us in scripture, he said, I am what the way, the truth, and the life. No man goes unto the Father but by who? Him. So come to Jesus. Jesus loved you enough to come by and let you know it's time to come to me before it's too late. Because it is going to come a time that it will be too late. You won't have no excuse to say I didn't know of Jesus. But as you're watching or as you're listening to the word of God on tonight. As you're tuning in to the word of God, you're without excuse. I come to let you know, come to Jesus. Jesus loves us, but he hates what's seen. Glory to God. Glory to God. And many times we think of anger as a what? Selfish. Destructive emotion that we should eradicate from our lives altogether. However, the fact that Jesus did sometimes become angry, it indicates that anger itself as an emotion is immoral. This is born out of elsewhere in the New Testament. Ephesians 4.26 we talked about this on the other night. Ephesians what? 4, chapter 4, verse 26. We talked about this on the other night. I'm just going to read back over. We talked about it. We talked about it. And Paul, he, he broke it down. Paul was letting us know that be angry, but do not what? Sin. Sin. Do not let the sun go down on your what? Anger. And do not make room for the devil. Amen. Paul was letting us know don't have no partake with the devil. Amen. Because the devil comes to us still kill and what? Destroy. But Jesus said, I come that you may have what? Life more abundant. Paul also was letting us know what? He is saying here is that we can get anger. Anger is a what? Nature, human, natural human emotion and not a bad one in of itself. Even suppressed and buried anger can do very discretion things. Paul this is what Paul was talking about when he was dealing with Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 26. He instructed us in what? Your anger do not what? Sin. And not to let the sun what go down on our what anger. The command is not to avoid anger or suppress it or ignore it, but to deal with it properly. Deal with it what? Properly. 
in a timely manner. Deal with it properly. Do it decent and in order. Amen. Don't do it out of order. Don't do it till it causes you to go into anger. Too far. Till it make you say something that you will but regret. Amen. I was studying the word of God on to on the other night. Uh, I don't know what scripture was, was, but I was reading. As I was reading, I was reading this scripture, and it's, it said it was dealing with, be careful what you pray for, what you speak out your mouth, because he said he would what? Honor it. In other words, he would do it. He could do it so quick that you don't have time to what? Reverse but God will come back and remind us this is not the way. Amen. Get it right. But God loved us enough that he gave Jesus Christ to us. And I come to let you know that it's time to give your life to Christ. Amen. But to deal with it properly in a timely manner, we note the following fact about Jesus. This play of anger. His anger has the what? Proper motivation. In other words, he was angry for the right reasons. He was what? He was angry for the right reasons. And Jesus, Jesus was angry for what? The right reasons. Let's see what the reasons are. Go ahead. Jesus' anger did not arise from a petty argument or personal slights against him. There was no selfishness involved. There was no what? Selfishness involved. His anger had the proper focus. He was not angry at God or at the weaknesses of others. His anger targeted sinful behavior and true injustice. Amen. His anger had the proper supplement, as we see in Mark 3 and 5, says that his anger was attended by grief over the Pharisees' lack of faith. Jesus' anger stemmed from love for the Pharisees and concern for their spiritual condition. It had nothing to do with hatred or ill will. His anger had the proper control. Jesus was never out of control, even in his wrath. Even in his what? In his wrath. It's going to come a time he is going to pour out his wrath again. Amen. You about to make sure you ain't in his way. In other words, you about to make sure you say and live and holy. Don't give your life to Christ. Because you don't want to be in the way of an angry God when he comes to what? Clean the house. Go ahead. His anger had the proper control. Jesus was never out of control, even in his wrath. The temple leaders did not like his cleansing of the temple, as we saw in Luke 19.47. I go to Luke 19 and 47. I'm going to read it. But we're going to start at the 45th verse. Then we'll go down to 47. That's Luke chapter 19, verse 45. Let's go all the way down to 48. 
And when he went into the temple, and when, and, and he went into the temple, he went into the temple, he went into the what? Temple. And began to cast out them that sold their end. And, and the, them that brought, bought, saying unto them, it is what written, my father's house is the house of what prayer. But he have made it a den. And ye have made it what a den of what den. And Jesus go on and he taught them daily in the temple. But the chief priests and the scribes and the chief of the people sought to what? Disquire him. They wanted to disquire our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But his time had not came, man. And could not, verse 4, they say, and could not found what they might do. For all the people were very what? Attempted to hear him. In other words, they wanted to hear Jesus Christ. Amen. Go ahead. But but he had done nothing simple. Jesus had never done anything in the word of God that you can see of simple. He controlled his emotions and his emotions did not control him. You see this? He controlled his what? Emotions. emotions. And his emotions did not control him. And they did not what? Control him. In other words, he Got angry because of they sin. But he still taught them what was what? Wrong. He overthrew the tables. Not only that, he flipped the chairs over and he also pulled out what? His whip with the coins. God chastises us because what? He loves us. Amen. He wants us to live holy. Bert, I mean, his anger had the proper duration. Uh-huh. He did not allow his anger to turn into bitterness. He did not hold grudges. He dealt with each situation properly. And he handled anger in good time. He handled it in what? Good, good time. And his anger had the proper result. Jesus' anger had the inevitable consequence of godly action. Jesus' anger, anger as with all his what emotion was held in check by the word of God. Thus, Jesus' response was always to accomplish God's will. Was to his Jesus. Response Lord. was always to accomplish. He wanted to always do what. God will was for him to do. He didn't never get out of the will of God. He knew his what purpose in life. What is your purpose in these days and time? Your purpose is to be saved and stay saved. Amen. And those that not say it's time to get saved. That's your purpose. To serve him. 
all he ever wanted, all God ever wanted in the beginning of time for man to what? Serve him and obey him. But man got what? Disobedient. So now, he sucked down Jesus Christ to conquer what Adam and Eve had been in the beginning of time. He sent his only begotten son to come to what? The visit. To give his life for us all. That his blood would cover us and wash what us white as snow. Amen. Mean to purify us. Purify this flesh. Clean us up. And make us holy. Amen. So when Jesus come on the inside. He comes to what? Clean us up from the inside to the what? Outside. He don't leave nothing undone. When he come to do a thing, he come to finish it. As you see in scripture, what happened before Jesus said it was finished? And your hand followed. Before he said all this. Jesus knew his purpose was to shed his blood for us. That's the reason why I come to let you know that Jesus' blood still has what? Power. Jesus' blood not only has power, but Jesus' blood still what? Worse. It's still cleaning those that want to be clean. He not only cleaned the temple, cleaned the sin out of the temple, but your body supposed to be for him. Uh -huh. So if your body is supposed to be for him, let him come in and clean your temple. Amen. Let him clean it up. Amen. Let him clean it up before it's too late. Amen. Before he come back. And pour out what his wrath. Because he's going to do it. Or Jesus. And when we get angry. Go ahead. Too often we have improper control or an improper focus. We fail in one or more of the above points. Notice it said, but when we what? Get angry. When we get angry. Too often we have improper control or improper focus. We fail in one or more of the above points. This is the wrath of man, of which we are told everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. But man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. According to James, chapter 1, verse 19, 20. St. James. Chapter 1. Verse 19. Through 20. When you haven't say amen. Amen. Wherefore. My beloved brethren. Uh -huh. Let every man be swift to hear. Let every what? Man be what? Swift to what? Hear. Slow. This is where Jane is talking. Telling the people of God. He, he, during this time he's not talking. To the sinners. Uh -huh. But he is talking to 
his brothers in Christ. Brother, my beloved, what? Brothers. Let everybody. Anytime you see beloved brethren, he's talking about those that are in the body of Christ. Amen. Let every man be what? Swift to hear. Let him be swift to hear. Slow to what? Speak. Slow to what? Right. Right. But in the time it said Jesus Christ then. But it said every what man. Amen. To swift to what hear. Slow to speak. And slow to what? Right. For the wrath of man working not the righteousness of who? God. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness. Lay apart all what? Filthiness. When you come to Jesus Christ, you don't give your life to Jesus Christ. And those that don't give your life to Jesus Christ, listen to this. Verse 21 says, Wherefore lay apart all filthiness. Put, do away with And what? Superfluity of naughtiness. Uh-huh. And receive of meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. Oh, with what? Meekness. The and what? Engrafted word. Talking about the word of God. Mm -hmm. Which is able to what? Save what? Your Our soul. Each individual have a soul. To be what? Saved. From what? Sin. Amen. I gave my life to Christ because of his spoken word. Mm -hmm. By him, the preacher preached the word of God. It touched my heart to hear him speak. Mm -hmm. And tell me that it was time to give my life to him. Mm -hmm. God is talking to somebody on tonight. He want to let you know it's time to give your life to him before it's too late. Amen. Because it's going to be too late after all. Yes, but I come to encourage you now to come and give your life to Christ. It's not an accident that this pandemic that is going on it's not an accident. God will do what he has to do to get the attention of the people. Yeah. He did it back then. He can do it now. Amen. There were so many players back then doing the children of Israel when they was bound. They was in bondage. They was in slavery. The children of Israel was. But they kept praying to God to send somebody to what? Help them. Amen. They kept seeking God, wanting God to send somebody. But each time God would send Moses and Aaron to tell Pharaoh, let my people go. God did what he hardened his heart each time. 
it is to let the children of Israel know that even after you get free, life is not going to be easy. Those that want to give their life to Christ are come to let you know just because you're going to give your life to Christ don't mean life is going to be easy. Amen. He already done told us in Scripture that we're going to have trial and tribulations. But the only way we can overcome these things is through His what? Word. Amen. He also said only something going to only come out by what? Fasting and praying. Put away food. Drink. Now these days and time people doing fast. They want to eat everything. But I come by to let you know that ain't the fast that Jesus did. When Jesus fasted, he fasted to cleanse himself inside and out. To get rid of the things that was on the inside of his body that didn't mean him no good. No, he did not sin. But some things that you eat in your life, it can mess up something. Amen. But Jesus, he always stayed what? Connected to who? The Father. The Father. Through what? Prayer and faith. I come out to let you know that Jesus' blood still works and still has what power to say and set what you free. Amen. You got to believe that he can do it for you. Amen. I just can't believe it for you but you got to also believe it. Amen. I can pray all day for you but at the same time you got to want to give yourself to Christ. Yes, I was in sin once. Doing the things of the world that were not of God. Yes, I drunk. Yes, I smoked. Yes, I did many things. Still. Different things I did. But I come to let you know that God is a forgiving God. That's the reason I'm out here to encourage you to give your life to Christ before it's too late. He's coming back. He told us on the other night through scripture, he's coming back on the what cloud. Every eye going to see him. He did not say he was coming back on the earth, but he said on the what cloud. You ain't even going to have to tell your neighbor because he said every eye will see him. You will have the opportunity to really know who Jesus Christ is. A lot of people singing and wanting to know, is God, Son, really real? I come to let you know, He said, in Scripture, He said, to those that what? Believe. He can do it. Before he healed this man, before he went to the cross, there was this man that was sick. 
and he wanted help for his son. His son was sick. And as he got ready to approach Jesus Christ, before he approached Jesus Christ, he went to the disciples. To Jesus' disciples and dealt with them to see if they can do a miracle. But they couldn't. So he went to Jesus. He, he began to talk to Jesus. He began to say, Jesus, if you can, heal him. If you can. You notice he said, if you what can. Why did he say, if you can? Because it was doubt there. And the reason why it was doubt there, because the disciples weren't able to do the miracle that he knew Jesus can do. So he figured these people follow Jesus. If they couldn't do it, he can't do it. So it was an if there. Meaning that you're not quite believing. So Jesus, when he dealt with him, he responded back to him, if you can what? Believe. He responded back to the man, if you can what? Believe. And all the world what Jesus was letting him know, if you can believe that I can do it, then it's done. Then it's finished. But until you can believe, it will never be finished in your life. Amen. Amen. You see what I'm at with this? Amen. But you got to believe that Jesus Christ exists. Yes, he exists. To those that what believe. One day I believe that he existed. Still believing. He's still working miracles. Amen. In my life. He keeping me each and every day. Even when I was in my sin, he kept me. Even when you are in your sin, he kept you. Those that are saved now, he's still what? Keeping you. He's a God that never changes. He's a God that never what lies. But I come out to let you know that Jesus' blood still has what power. And his blood still works. And it's still cleaning. His blood comes to what cleans us from what evil. Glory to God. Glory to God. Verse 22. But ye, but be ye doers of the word, and but, not hearers only. James said, but be what doers of God's word. And not hearers only. But not hearing on, but you got to be a doer of his word. Not just hearing his word, but being putting the word into what? Ash. And not hearing only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, don't and not. Don't deceive your own self. Mm-hmm. 
tell a lie and then try to cover up that lie. It's best to tell the truth. Amen. So many people tell lies so so now do they believe their own lies. Amen. Don't be what? Deceiving your own self. Don't lie to your own self. If any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Uh huh. For he beholding himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetting what manner of man he was. But whoso looking into the perfect law of liberty, seeing therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed this in his deed. This man shall be what? Blessed, blessed in his deed. You shall be blessed because you not only heard the spoken word, but you came a doer of the word. Amen. And if any man among you seem to be religious and bridled not his tongue, but deceiving his own heart, this man's religion is vain. His religion is false. Go ahead. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. That's the only thing God wants us to do, ain't it? Amen. Keep ourselves separated from the world. Meaning, keep yourself in him. Through what? The Holy Ghost. Amen. Through his blood. Amen. He shed his blood on the cross for each individual. Amen. Glory to Jesus. And Jesus did not Jesus did not. Jesus not did not exhibit man's anger, but the righteous indignation of God. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. It would be foolish to ignore the what Patrick and Scripture. That talks about Jesus, I mean about God angry. Yes, God does get angry. God he get angry. There are many examples in the Bible of this. He displayed his wrath every what day. Let's go to Psalm 7 and 11. I want you to see this. Psalms 7. Chapter and the 11th verse. I want you to see what the psalm say. God's word is good. Psalm 7 and verse 11. If you got to say amen. amen. God judgment. God judge the what? Righteous. God what? God judges the righteous. He judges those that are righteous. And God is angry with the wicked every day. 
He didn't say he was angry with those that were righteous. He said he judged them. Because mm -hmm. you're supposed to be right. But those that is what? Wicked. He what? And God is angry with the what? Wicked, wicked every, every day. day. Not some days, but every, every day. Amen. Why? Because he know they still and they sin. Amen. And sin stinks in the knowledge of God. Amen. He don't want no part of it. Amen. He don't want his saints to be in part of it. Amen. He told us over in Revelation, didn't he? He said, come out of her iniquity. Come out of her sin. Mm -hmm. Talking about Babylon. However, we must not what? Equate God's anger with our own human experience of that emotion. Don't pray to your anger. We yes. must look again to the Bible as we did in Ephesians 4, 26 and 27. It tells us it is possible to experience anger but not sin. As God cannot sin, we know that his anger is righteous. Unlike the common experience of anger in ourselves. As James 1 and 20 told us, human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. The context of the verses of God getting angry reveals why he gets angry. God gets angry when there is a violation of his character. A violation of what? Of his character. Why he said a violation of his character? Because in the beginning of time, God created Adam to serve him. Yes, he did. He's told, he said, let us go and make man what in our what image. Who was he talking about? He was talking about Jesus. Let us go and make man in our image. If you read St. John, it'll take you back, it'll tell you. That he was already, Jesus was already there in the beginning of time. Amen. That's St. John chapter 1. If you have time, read it. But he was already there. But I come to let you know that God created us out of his image. His image is what? Holy. Mm -hmm. So if he holy, he told us to what? Be holy. Amen. So that means we got to live righteous. Without sin. Some people say I can't live without sin. Yes you can. Put it down and don't pick it up no more. You got to want to. Just like you have a man. To go and pick you up a Coca Cola. Or a Dr. Pepper. Or a Pepsi. You got a man don't you. Amen. That same man you have. I got to have me a Pepsi. You ain't got to have it. But you want it though, don't you? That same mindset you should have toward Jesus Christ. You should say, I want to have Jesus. I want to keep Jesus. I need to keep Jesus. Amen. Because he's the only one can save me and keep me saved. Amen. This is my thing. I can't do it for you. I can tell you about Jesus. And how he's still saved and how he want to save your soul. But it left up to each individual to come to Jesus. I come to encourage you on tonight. Amen. Not to tear you down. God is what? Righteous. 
dressed, and holy, uh-huh. and none of these attributes can be compromised. Go ahead. Exodus chapter 20, verse 4 through 6. Amen. I told you we're going to travel through the scriptures on the night. Esther, Esther does chapter 20, verse 4 through 6. When you have it, say amen. Chapter 20, verse 4 through 6. And it says, Thou shalt not make unto thee any what? Graven image. Or any likeness of anything. That is in the heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Uh That's why a lot of these statues being turned over because people don't make them what? Are out of God. And when people make things are out of, it done became an out of to you. Now you understand God is a jealous God. And when he see it, draw attention away from him, he going to what? This war. He is angry. So if he angry, he going to over what? Turn it just like Jesus did. What? In the temple. He overturned the tables of the mighty changers. Those were selling animals. He overturned the table. Not only the table, but the chairs that they were sitting he overturned. He ripped. Why? Because he wanted them to what? Know that his father's house was a house of what? Prayer. Amen. He said, My house is a house of prayer. But it goes on and it says, Thou shalt not make Unto thee any great image or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the waters under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous word. God. He let us know he was jealous God then. Amen. He wasn't just talking to the children of Israel, but he talking to those that are serving him now. Amen. Why? Because he said, when he said to one, he said to all, these are examples of things that took place that were recorded to put in the word of God for us to see how he judges us. Amen. How he see us. How he will correct us. Amen. And show it mercy unto thousands of them that love me. And keep my commandment. Keep my what? He want us to keep what? His word. Amen. The words that he is speaking out of his mouth. God don't have no mouth. He is a spirit. He said the only way we can worship him is what? In spirit and truth. So we got to stay in the truth. Order to to know who he is. To be able to worship him. 
be able to praise him, to talk to him. Whatever we need from him, he will do it. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him what? Guiltless and taking his name in vain. This is God love us enough to remind us, he said, the Holy Ghost will what? Bring all things back what to your remembrance. Not only bring back to your remembrance, but teach you what all things. That's all in St. John chapter 14. Where he talks about the Holy Ghost, what the Holy Ghost supposed to do. Let's go to Isaiah 42 and 8. That's Isaiah 42 and 8. The 42nd chapter and verse 8. You have to say amen. amen. I am the Lord. Amen. Here you go again. I am the who? Lord. That is, that is my what name. And my glory will I not give to another. He said, and my glory I will not give to no nothing. Neither my praise to graven images. Those images that you worship and can't help you. Buddha can't help you. Muhammad can't help you. I can't help you. Your mom and your daddy can't help you. But who can help you? Jesus Christ. You got to believe. Because he is the word. He told us over in St. John chapter 14 in the beginning part of the of the scriptures. He said, I am the way. He was dealing with Thomas. He told Thomas, he said, Thomas, he told Thomas, he said, let not what your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, also believe what? In me. And my father house are what? Men and what mansion. And Thomas went on, started continuing to talk and said, how could I know these things? He wanted to know how well he know the way. Jesus began to respond back to him, began to deal with him, say, I am the way, the truth, and the what? Life. No man goes unto the Father but by what? Me. He was talking about what himself. Jesus was talking about himself. Isaiah 42 and 8. You heard what it just said. But God was angry with the nation of Israel and with Israel kings. Every time they turned away from obeying what? Him. You see in scripture, He made us to what? Obey Him. Amen. First Kings, the 11th 
chapter and verse 9 through 10. We don't finish it all tonight. We'll get back to it. It takes time to break the word down. We have to make sure everybody understanding the word of God. I love teaching the word of God. I can't teach it without him. That's first king eleven. Chapter verse 9 through 10. And then we're going to go to 2 King 17, chapter and verse 18, and we're going to end now. Then we'll pick back up later. 1 King 11, chapter and verse 9 through 10. If you have it, say amen. Amen. And the Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart was turned. For the Lord God of Israel, which had appeared unto him twice, and had commanded him concerning this thing, that he should not go after other gods. But God he, was what? Mad with who? He was angry with Solomon. It, 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 he made it plain in scripture. He was what? Angry with Solomon. That he should not go after what? Other, other gods. gods. See, when you go to start and want to Put people above God. That's when he get angry. Amen. Well. We're going to praise this your chair right here. We're going to praise this chair. We're going to make this chair. But we go and praise him all the time. This chair is Jesus Christ. No it's not. People will praise anything. That people put in their in their face, but they have not read the word of God for themselves. That's why we teach you to read the word of God for yourself. That you won't sin against Him. Amen. Go ahead. And commanded him concerning this thing that he should not go after other gods, but he kept he not. He commanded Son not to do what? Go after other gods. But he kept not. He commanded us to what? Not to go after other gods. Amen. He wasn't just talking to him. Because if he was, he wouldn't have left this on record for us to see. For example. When somebody teaches you something, they always got to have an example. Amen. So God has what? Example through his what? Word. For us to see what he can do when he get angry. When we or disobedient and not obeying him. Go ahead. But he kept not that which the Lord commanded. Wherefore the Lord said unto Solomon, For as much as this is done of thee, and thou hast not kept my covenant and my statutes, which I have commanded thee, I will surely rend the kingdom from thee, and will give it to thy servant. Notwithstanding in thy days, I will not do it for David thy father's sake. But I will rend it out of the hand of thy son. Howbeit I will not rend away all the kingdom, but will give one tribe to thy son for David, my servant's sake, and for Jerusalem's sake, which I have chosen. Let's go to Second King, the seventeenth chapter, and verse eighteen. 
this gonna be the end of this for tonight. Therefore, the Lord was very angry with Israel. And he was what? He was very angry with Israel. And God is very angry with America. Uh-huh. He wants America to come back to their first what? Love. Don't you know America is styled upon a serving God? Amen. Look on the dollar bill and what it say. In God we trust. In God what we trust. The dollar bill represents the what first president. So it also represents God, don't it? It said in God we what trust. In other words, what they were saying, we put our trust in who? God. But is America still believing that? Is America still saying they put their trust in God? No. No. But I come out to remind you, America, it's time for you to put your trust back in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Come back to your Savior. He's the only one that can save you from this what pandemic. He's the only one can say. He said, all you have to do, he told us on the other night. He told the saints of God, make sure you have no parts of her in nicotine. So what he's saying, America, those that are in America, come out of what? Sing. Before it's too late. Because he will destroy you. Just like he did what the children of Israel, not on them, but Solomon, he did it to him too, didn't he? And many others he did to him. Look at David. David messed up. But you know David got it right? Amen. He knew if he didn't get it right, what God would do to him. So God gave him space and time to what? Get it right. David was chosen by God. David did what? He took out who? He took out Goliath. That big giant. The word of God breaks it down to me. There was a lot of big giants back in the Bible days. A lot of big giants. They were taller than me. But I come to let you know that Jesus is the biggest giant that you can ever be afraid of. That you cannot take down. Amen. David. He was able to take. Goliath down. But he wasn't able to take his God down. Right. He knew that if he fought against God. What was going to happen. But David he did what? That some people don't want to do in these days and time. Because they worry about what their friends might say. What their mother their father may say about them. But David, what did you do? David armored himself down before God. Even though he messed up and took that man, his servant, or wife. Now a child by. But what did God do because he messed up? He took that child, didn't he? Something that, that wife 
husband out there to battle. And he was back there messing with the, the servant, his servant wife. But because of that, that child day he had by that man wife, what did God do? He took the life. Why? Because David did something that God didn't want no part of. Fornication and adultery. He didn't want no part of. Amen. So that's why God did what he did to David. To let David know that I'm a God that won't lie. I'm going to get my respect one way or another. And David, he gave God his respect, didn't he? Amen. He armored himself down and said, Lord, forgive me. And God forgave David, didn't he? David went on to do many more things for God. So I come out tonight to let you know, give your life to Christ before it's too late. Come out of sin. Come out of sin. And I want to tell you on tonight that I thank God for Jesus Christ on tonight allowing me to come out here to minister unto you. Without him, I can't do nothing. With him, I can do all things. I don't put myself above God. He's the head of my life. And he's supposed to be the head of your life. If you want him to be. And I want to tell you I love you with the love of God. I want to tell you peace be with you. Heavenly grace, Jesus Christ, we all, we all love you. In Jesus' name, peace be with you. Amen. Amen. Let's thank God for the word of God on tonight. Amen. Let's thank God for the word of God on tonight. Amen. We thank God in there for every listening here on tonight. Amen. Amen. We thank God for everyone. Amen. Every listening here. And we pray again for you all. Whatever your prayer need is on tonight. We ask that God meet your need. He that He will satisfy your need on tonight. And that He will save. If you need saving on tonight, He will save you. If you need a healing on tonight. He will heal you. If you need deliverance on tonight, that he will deliver you. If you need the Holy Ghost on tonight, he will fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Whatever your need is, we pray with you that God will answer your prayer need. We love the Lord on tonight and we love the word on tonight. Amen. Thank God for amen. God, amen, his love. Amen. Even though he gets angry at sin, he loves us so much. That he will in no wise cast us out. But he said, come unto me, all ye that are laid in heaven laden, and I will give you rest. He will save you and deliver you and fill you with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Amen. We went, we're not going to be dismissed. Amen. But 